Yeah, uh-huh, listen up Yeah, I can see you're new to this You ain't got no job You ain't got no experience You're entry level You ain't got no qualifications, baby You're entry level Your entry level, baby. Your entry level. Ooh, yeah. Entry level. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Entry Level. Uh, the guest this week is Dwayne Perkins, who's who's a fucking delight and super funny guy, and I always looked up to him. But uh, we got some listener mail up top, and I'm joined as not always, but whenever he's around, Mr. Mike Burns. Hey, hey, all right. All right, okay. Morning Zoo coming at you. <laughs> oh, man, all right. Uh, Burns, what are you up to? How's your day? Oh, it's pretty good. I got some writing done. I uh, went to the grocery store. I'm going to work out here in a second. And oh, then I'm going to start uh, preparing to watch uh, NBA. Oh, yeah, you're a big Saginaw guy. Big Saginaw guy. Big Draymond Green fan. Donald Trump was just here. Uh, we, we are talking like morning radio DJs now. Uh-huh. I don't like that at all. Uh, no, no, no. People like it. It sounds good. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what this podcast is. All right. Well, you guys have been sending like fun uh, emails about jobs that you've had, but um, I got a solid one about uh, from David McGregor about a job he didn't have that he pretended to have and made a bunch of money in one night. Um, and if you want to send in any of your uh, terrible job stories, I love getting them. Uh, uh, you email uh, entrylevelwithbrookswhelan at gmail.com. But this one comes from David McGregor. It's pretty solid. Burns, I feel like you're really going to appreciate a man like this, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So this is uh, in the mid to late 90s. He was living in New York City. And some of his friends uh, invited him uh, downtown to like the Lower East Side to some piano bar. And he worked in the um, food service industry, so he went straight after work. So he goes... Was it piano bar? I don't know. Or was it's, it a piano it bar? It says some piano bar. I like to think it's piano bar because I know where that is. Um, right. Lots of... It doesn't... Stand up there tons of times. Yes, exactly. So I don't know. He just said some piano bar. I'm going to pretend it's piano bar. Okay, yeah. So you can have a good idea. So he said um, they went down there to see someone who was performing. So it probably was piano bar. So he goes down there. He says, so I found myself um, upon entering. We all got drinks and we're waiting to get a table. So I found myself kind of standing by the front door. I had just come from work and I was still dressed in my work clothes, which were the standard New York City service industry, black shirt, black pants, etc. The bar started to get busy, and as drinks were consumed, I started feeling pretty good. We know what that's like. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when your best ideas come in. I like feeling good. Yeah. So when a couple walked in right next to me, I pushed my drink behind me and said to them, IDs, please. Without hesitation, the couple broke out their IDs. I checked them and told them, thanks, guys. Have fun. By the time the next patrons walked in, I figured I'd throw a little twist. IDs, please. Oh, and it's a $5 cover charge tonight because we have live music. No one batted an eye, so as they coughed up the money and went in, um, I realized it was totally working. So this guy's just fucking Jeez. charging admission. Uh, okay. they, they deserve to yeah. get their money taken. I'm not paying $5 to see 
anything. <laughs> yeah, you will. You just saw Lord Huron. You said it was great. That's different. Okay. That's like pre-thought out. Okay, all right. So you, goes, get, you get out of line when someone has like $10 cover. Oh, like, yeah. No, no I'm, I'm out. I'm leaving if I walk into yeah, your bar and you have a cover. that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So he, he continues. Now I'm, stand, now I'm standing inside the bar checking every person's ID and taking five bucks from them as they enter. This goes on for about an hour. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Sometimes I'd switch it up with sets of three. Of when uh, Switch it up and when sets... When three sets of couples walked in, I would say, hey, it's $5 cover, but ladies' night, so just the guys have to pay. No nice. <laughs> Even creating a ladies' night. Got to respect money. the females, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then he says, I still haven't hung out with my friends yet because I've apparently just hired myself as the bar's doorman. <laughs> yeah. Said so another half hour goes by and this place is getting packed. That's and- like what the mob does. Yeah. <laughs> We're your security now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I work here. Uh, he's got a small line of people waiting to get in. Uh, because of the poor layout of this place, no one working behind the bar can see what I'm doing. As soon as I get everyone in, card them, and take their money, um, even he's starting to make change for people. But he says he starts to get nervous that he's gone too far. He, uh, I chug my drink, make my way with my friends waiting at the table and tell them I'm leaving. And they ask why. He says, I'll explain tomorrow. He jumps in his cab and made about $200 for hiring himself. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's stealing and lying, and I'm not going to support that, but I'll, I like a hustle. I'll support this a million percent. I'm, a, I'm behind this. If you, if you can get to an establishment and start charging entry and you don't work there, fuck that establishment. Make your money. Get out of there. I should do that at the taco place with the long line, the yep. uh, Austin Tacos. Oh, um, I can never remember the home name. state. Home state, big line. Big line. Hey, five dollars. Five dollars to be in line because the, t- the tacos are cheap. Yeah, so five dollar cover makes sense. Yeah. Also, if you're already willing to stand in line for forty five minutes for tacos, you're probably just going to cough up some cash. Yeah, exactly. I, I support this, Dave. Congratulations. 200 bucks, man. Also, first entry-level job, Brad. That's not even a job. Just scam. You, you had a great scam, and I'm proud and of you. And he was working in the service industry in New York. I mean, that $200 is a welcome score. Yeah, in the 90s, it's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it for Dave. Uh, thanks for emailing in. Um, Burns, you got any plugs? Not Eric Trump. I'm yeah, going to keep plugging keep it. Plugging. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have to stop letting you plug in at Not Eric Trump after this one. But yeah, follow Burns on Twitter at Not Eric Trump. What's he upset about right now? What's, so I don't, Burns I don't tweets his fake Eric Trump. I don't even know. You don't even know what he's upset about? I don't know what he did today or yesterday. I haven't tweeted yet. All right. Either way. Writing um, a book. Yeah. We don't care about it. This is not turned into the Burns podcast. Enjoy Dwayne Perkins um, and uh, watch Burns Big Hero podcast. 6. It's all I got going on. All right. All right, welcome uh, to a new episode of Entry Level. Um, I bet it's working, Dwayne. I'm sure it's working. Just to make sure. I'm sorry. All right. I don't, no, I don't we'll, hear you do the headphones. We'll keep. We'll keep you, you're right. I can't hear anything through these headphones. Oh. Do I, have, I, I didn't have it turned up. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's how Scared professional me, we are. No, no. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to be the reason, you know? Yeah, well, no, hey, this, this is our guest this week, uh, Dwayne Perkins. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Being professional, making sure that we were recording and not Absolutely. just um, I've having... had that happen before, too. Yeah, and yes. then you're like, you're, you're like upset, but you're like, I guess we just had an honest conversation with each other. Right. Yeah, That's you, right. It's like weird to be mad. They're like, God damn it, we just got to know each other a little bit better. But then when you do it again... You, you, it's hard to fight the urge to recopy the mm-hmm. copy the first one. Yeah. And then you're like having yeah. this weird conversation trying yeah. to rehash the old conversation. I yeah. had that on this episode. On, uh, if you, listeners, if you go back and listen to Hampton Yount's uh, uh-huh. interview, he, 
Um, I before I saved the thing, he, he unplugged it and we Ooh, lost it. So wow. it was just like, oh man, yeah. But then the second one was fun. But you're right, it is weird. It's just yeah. It's you ever you ever um have to do stand up. I know we're gonna get into it. You ever have to like perform for the same audience again in the same it's, night? Yes, and they oh. throw it's like one table that decides <laughs> to stay for the second show. Right, and it's like you know like you know 98% new people but you're right. only worried about those fucks and they're not they're not I don't mean to call them fucks because they're so nice they're like that was so fun we wanted to stay for the second show you're like don't I always just tell them I'm gonna do the same jokes so just so you know <laughs> yeah but I've also had to perform for like like 80 to 90% the same audience what where in the same night like uh more than once like where they take a break Okay. And you go back. It's one thing if you're hosting, but literally like just you break, <laughs> then just you again. Yeah. And it's just a weird. Oh, lots of crowd work that second show. Like you saw what I could yeah. do. I would, I would open up the second show. I'd be like, remember the first one? Well, the first show, the whole like beginning is, hey, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. The second show, it, it, it's almost like doing comedy for at a family reunion. You know, like yeah. they know you already. Yeah, exactly. And it's just. We've weird. seen you do right, these tricks. Exactly. exactly. Um, well, Dwayne, you were like one of we were like one of my favorite comics when uh, I lived in Iowa. Is that right? I remember oh. your, your premium blend so well. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. You had that joke uh, about Jesus getting nailed to the cross. Was, no, I don't think that was me. That wasn't you. Maybe I don't. No, no. I, I, it wasn't reggae. No, no, no. That might be Kennedy. No. Um, my it premium was, blend. I've I feel I had a, a bunch. I feel I had a joke about. Um, Platonic friends when girls say okay like uh, I like you but not that way I, I'm I'm like uh-huh. I have associated you with this joke oh I'll take it decade. I'll take it yes yeah uh, I, if I did do it it wasn't a premium blend it was no but I, I but you did premium blend I, did premium I remember blend. Yes, seeing yes. you and like because I remember when I moved to LA like eight or nine years ago I was right. like oh my god Tim Perkins from Prehouse are one of the best premium blends right right yeah. do you know do you know Randall any at all Randall Park Oh yeah, well I mean not I, I mm. I've said hi to him. I look I think he's amazing, but right, I don't right. know him that well. Okay, okay. I what just, about him though? No, I just I just I'm not uh, cuz he and I are good friends and we have cross friends, but I like don't know everyone who knows him, so I thought you Yeah. Might, might well, he's like one of the funniest actors. Oh, he's dope. Yeah. Like he, he, Randall Park is he's the actor. He uh he's the dad on uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Right, right. And, and he's he just, played in uh the uh, the movie that was banned, the Kim, he was played. Oh, Kim he played Jong-un. Kim Jong Un, yeah, yeah, yeah. on, on uh, the whatever interview, the, the interview, the interview, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's part of, um, you know, helping the world, right? right, right. <laughs> but man, he's funny. Yeah, I mean, I, it's weird. It's like you you look up and all of a sudden you're like, oddly, one of the elder statesmen, and and it's like scary. No, I'm, I'm sure you're getting that now. I'm, yeah, now I'm 31. Right, right. Like, yeah, and I'm just like. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh boy. Like, uh. guys are running up to you like, oh my God, I remember yeah, seeing like you. Yeah, like I was in, oh. yeah, somebody's like in high school. Or, well, actually, no, that wouldn't have, I, because I was on SNL like four years ago, so it'd be weird if they did that. But but I, it is weird. People are like, yeah, I like started comedy after your album. I'm like, oh no, right. don't right. look up to me. <laughs> you should see Dwayne's uh, well, premium blend, man. I feel the same way, but I got to look up to somebody. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, premium blend, that's when Comedy Central played so much fucking stand-up. Yeah, big time. It, you know, I think when Comedy Central first, first started, like even before premium blend, because premium blend at that point was like slick. Before yeah. that, you, you may not remember, they would show clips from anywhere. Oh, yeah, from like Evening at the Improv? Yeah, but also from like comedy clubs. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like the guys, like the wave of comics before me, like, yeah. uh, like, like guys like Warren Hutchinson, guys like that, they, they, they were on Comedy Central, even like a Laura Keitlinger. 
it was just clips of them from various comedy clubs. Yeah. Like like back when, you know, they were like super cable, didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. And and people still would like, you know, oh look, stand up comedy on exactly. TV. That before it was like there was still a novelty to it. Yeah, because you know? when Premium Blend was like the first, the first like foray, and then they started doing a lot of half hours. Right, right. Uh, right. And then I liked Live at Gotham a lot. Yeah, Live at Gotham is pretty good. Yeah, and that went away, and then it came back. When when it came back, I did Adam Devine's House Party. Oh, nice. Yeah, which yeah. was, almost, I would say I have maybe 42 seconds of stand-up right, on that right. episode. <laughs> oh, that's right, because it was... Because it's mostly sketches of like... Like I love Adam, mm-hmm. uh, so it's and he's funny and great, and the reason viewers would tune in. Right, right. But he'd be doing you know shenanigans throughout a comedy show. Right, right. And then it's a lot, uh, and then it's like, oh, oh yeah, I have a joke too. Uh, you know, it's so interesting that follows the trend of comedy, and like you living here, yeah. you know, being in Los Feliz, like I, I looked up and it seems like if you're doing comedy in a building. Then like you're you're, you're a hack you're you're a husband like right. it's not like outside or in an art or, space yeah in, in the back of a speakeasy or mm-hmm. something crazy yeah um, like Los Feliz has one of my favorite shows is the fucking fish taco have you ever done that I haven't no. dude you would kill it <laughs> oh, you got you got to do it. my friend runs it all right maybe it, I'll do it I, called, I would love to yeah it's called best fish taco it's in Los Feliz it's free on Tuesday nights but it is exactly what you're talking about right, right. it's a it's a fish taco stand outside spills into the street and it's just like you can hear it from like five blocks away. Wow. And I guess at the end of the day, that's a good thing. I feel like my friend Christy Murphy started all of this because she had the first, I think the first laundromat show. Oh, really? Back in the day. And that was, I mean, it was like in a laundry. Yeah. Mainly non-English speakers, <laughs> you know, just a weird thing, you know? Yeah. Which I guess gets us to like how the, the podcast needs to go. So where did you grow up? Um, I'm from Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Oh, you are? So did you yes. start stand up in New York? I did, I did, but I'm I'm more considered a Boston comic. Okay, because I was an open micer and then I moved to Boston. All right, okay, to, we'll, to work. We'll get there. Yes, uh, and also, um, yeah, if you haven't seen Dwayne's shit, check it out. What's, what's your what is your album called? I forget. Um, well, my uh, my Netflix special currently running is called Take Note. Yeah, Dwayne Perkins Take so Note. So just look up that one, and that that's the main one. Yeah, look up that yeah, one, and then I'm on note. I'm on serious all the time. Yeah, like, so just check yes. that shit out, but. Because you're one of my favorite comics, even Thank though, you, but you. also maybe and we because had fun in, in um, Bridgetown, we had the most that fun was, in Bridgetown. That was, that was amazing. Yeah, Bridgetown, and is, you were amazing. I, I, you went up. It was like so dope what you did. Anyway, I don't even remember what I what did I do. I don't, it was like that downstairs room. Oh, you the Doug Fur Lounge. Yeah, you just had like a like you were going off the top. It felt like oh, and it yeah. was so into you. I had gotten yelled at for smoking. That's oh, how I, I see. I, Bridgetown. If you don't know, is, is this really fun festival where comedy ultimately comes second like right, it's more right. of a hang exactly, than anything exactly. it's not like Montreal right it's, it's not like a, a big you know, you're produced, not gonna get a deal there yeah that, no so. it's like fun right so yeah so we were all hanging out backstage and then I went up at like one or so. it was so late into yeah, the show yeah. but I, I just just it was like that moment where like my set will be okay but if I have fun it'll yeah. be like more epic you know yeah that's what the type of crowds I love that are just yeah. like they're like also Portland is such like a supportive uh, community right, right. of like versus New York City which is like you, right. you better be fucking polished yeah. I paid eight bucks exactly versus Portland's <laughs> like I'd like to see you experiment right right exactly yeah, yeah. I so, had a ton of fun there um, okay so but, I'm from New York and a Boston comic okay so but uh, this sh- this is a podcast about early jobs yeah, so what yeah. h- how old were you and what was your first job like okay. not currently age but how old were right, you right, when right, you right. had your first job um, it's so interesting because I've I've, I've I've never stopped working in a sense since I was 
um, 15. Right, but, you're, but you haven't had a real, since you've been, you're a comedian. Right, right, right. I'm well, saying we're good, we stop. No, no, when no, but to, I mean, yeah. up until being a comedian. Um, here's the thing. So I'll give you a choice and I'll, I'll do the whole thing. Does all that right. make sense? No, of course. Because I'm roughly the same age around all of these jobs. I'm 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. Well, no, excuse me, 14. My first summer job was uh, landscaping. Sure, like around Brooklyn. Yeah, like in the, like uh, near the projects. Where we're at job. in Brooklyn, uh, uh, Coney Island and Brighton Beach. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I used to ride my bike out there. Is when, that right? Yeah, because I lived in Alphabet City, oh, wow, and nice. like when I would have panic attacks because of you, know, I lived in Manhattan. Was right. on a show that scared me. I would just ride my bike to oh, Coney wow, Island. That's a nice ride. It was a wonderful ride. And I would just like it was such like a fucking like oh I feel okay right, right. yeah so that that was a summer job though like a, a city thing like it was a mm. city run thing summer job which the job was great the adventure is cashing your check because mm. when you cash your check <laughs> <laughs> it's the they set you up for failure every kid in the city you yeah. know especially poor kids we get get these little city jobs they give us a little money file back to school mm-hmm. clothes and then all the kids who don't work know exactly when you get paid. Oh shit! And they're all just waiting to take oh, your check fuck. and to steal your money and to uh, to rob you. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. That's they're not literally a, just waiting, and then you have to sort of navigate that. You know, that's insane. Yeah. I did not have that problem in Iowa <laughs> right. when my mom would give me twenty dollars for mowing the lawn. Uh, so so that job, but that was just a quick summer job. And then, no, but so wait, uh, so kids would literally fucking rob you. Your people yes. you knew would be like, give me your, give me that. Yeah, if you, some you knew, some you didn't know, but yeah, they would just. So you like just like fucking like go back alley? Like how would you get around it? You, what I would do is put my check in my shoes. Mm-hmm. And I remember I almost got robbed. These kids were like, yo, where's your check? And I was like, oh, I don't have it. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then I had some sweet shoes me, tonics. And they were like, take your shoes off. And I was like, no. Because I know. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because at the very least, you're going to take my sneakers, you know. Mm-hmm. And I got, I think, I think at the time it was a white guy. Some, like an older white man yeah. saved me. Like they like punched me a few times and he was like, leave him alone. And they, yeah, they scattered. And That's so crazy. Yeah. I never, I never got my, uh, my check stolen, but, but yeah, but getting there yeah, yeah. was, that's, uh, yeah, it's new. Yeah. Hear was, that getting your check cash was tough. Yeah. I mean like now I, I'm, I'm sure now you get some sort of direct deposit or something else. Oh yeah. Happens. You'd be Venmo me. Yeah. They Venmo you. Yeah, yeah. Then you had to, like everyone literally had their check. Yeah, and it you know they knew what day you got them, and, and you're like, just, "Fuck you, man, get a job!" Like, yeah. I just busted my ass. I was I was chopping yeah, lawns. Exactly. And, yeah, and, and maybe they work too. Maybe they were just like, yeah, you know, the we side want, hustle. Check as well. Yeah, right. the side hustle is robbing people. <laughs> Passive income, <laughs> yeah. as it were. Yeah, exactly. And we're your boss. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, my boss's so, name is Rick. Yeah, yeah. That was a great job, but it was like a quick summer thing. But the guy, this guy was my foreman, a white guy. I forget his name. It'll come to me. But yeah, he was like. uh it was interesting because we were talking and I remember like none of us had been with a white woman, probably a woman at all. But right. And he was like, oh, man, you know, he was all talking about black girls and like what? we were just like cutting hedges talking all, about you were 14 and year olds. And he's probably how old is he? He's probably like late 40s or 50s. <laughs> He's talking to eighth graders. Right. Oh man, black girls! I'll tell you what. You're like, look, we'd love to try any type of girl. Right, yeah. right. Like, it doesn't matter to us. Like, yeah. And he was telling We're, us about, you know, yeah. He he had a. That's the kind of talk you need to have because you know I have this movie night podcast, which I would love to have you on yeah. as well. And we did Forty Year Old Virgin, and there's that scene where they're like, you you know, wait, what's the podcast called? So uh, movie, was, night, movie oh, night. Oh, it's called Movie yes, Night. Check it and out. And it's on All Things Comedy, and there's a. Uh, there's a part of 40-year-old virgin when they say, you put the pussy on the pedestal. 
yeah. pedestal. You can't put the pussy on the pedestal. And he didn't say that, this guy, but he kind of taught me that. Just hearing him talk and yeah. just, because I think when you talk about something, it makes it a little less like mystical and scary, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Sure. So him, just to hear this white guy like, oh yes, I, I, I smash black puss all the time. Man. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, I, I guess. I guess this, I can too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> right. That doesn't sound too hard. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so. The boss of a bunch of teens can do it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So there's that job. There's my Toys R Us job. Wait, and, go on. Yeah. <laughs> I worked at Toys R Us in high school. and Like the whole time? Um, uh, you know what? I got fired from the Toys R Us job. Yes. Well, let's get to yes. this. Because in my in your brain, I'm sure, as a uh-huh. young kid, when you're like, I'm going to work at Toys R Us, it's going to be fucking awesome. Right. Because I'm going to be playing with toys all day. And that's not what it is one not day. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm in the stock room. Yeah. And so if you buy a bike, I have to go find the bike upstairs <laughs> and just slide it down the, the ramp. Yeah. And just be like, somebody's having fun. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. The best part about that job, they, they had the best songs playing on the radio. Really? Yeah. In the, in the back or all through the, the whole in store? The, in the back. We had a different, like, yeah. different, like, I guess in the store it might have been like, you know, Toys R Us kind of music. Yeah. And it wasn't like great songs, just songs I hadn't. Like music I wasn't exposed yeah, because, to at the time. Yeah, because you had like a older, like a boss who's probably like older than you by a little bit who's yeah, like, this yeah. is a cool radio station, this is a cool CD. Yeah, and like, because I'm, I'm like from Brooklyn and, you know, obviously, you know, you, you listen to some white music, but mm-hmm. that's where really like songs like, you know, Brandy, she's a yeah. fine girl, oh, what a yeah, good exactly. wife, you would be like that. Yeah, and, who sing, I forget who sings it. Um, I'd have to look it up. But yeah. songs like that, like just that was the best part of that, that, that job. And the weird thing is they fired me. I think one day, a guy asked me to dust under the toy rack. Like, yeah. You know, it just, it just felt like... Dangerous. Like, what? I don't know why they want me to do that. Like, yeah. dust, like dust the place where no one sees. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think he had a, some beef with me and I didn't do it. And I think shortly after that, I got fired. Okay, but it yeah. wasn't because it wasn't like a fun, like you earned it firing. You didn't stuff a fucking Ninja Turtle no, down I your wish, pants. I wish. And the crazy thing is, my friends who worked there, they were real. They were stealing constantly. Yeah. And but they didn't get fired. Oh. And they were they were all laughing. They're like they they fired the guy who didn't steal. No, exactly. Yeah. Any, every time I've been fired from a job, I'm so mad I didn't steal from them. Oh, completely. I'm like, oh, I w- I could have been taking everything especially Toys R Us especially Toys yeah, R Us back then it wasn't like now right they would check your bag every now and again mm-hmm. so you just had to get lucky and not yeah have things in your bag the yeah. day they checked um, yeah. my brother got fired from Best Buy I remember uh, because like the Phantom Menace came out oh, like right. and they had it like the night before you, like DVDs used to come out on Tuesday mm-hmm. like new movies and he like stupidly just opened up the DVDs and like, oh, took my it God. and they were like alright who has the Phantom Menace who? so it was, it was like a box with no DVD inside no it, it was like the he opened, oh, he opened up the, the whole box. fucking crate right. of them, oh. and they're like, "All right, I didn't do this. I'm the boss." Yeah, he just left a real trail of t- like just an oh. easy trail of crumbs for them to come yeah, find. You can't him. play games with Star Wars, people. No, people exactly. Are serious they, about that, especially in like '99 when it's coming out. They're like, it comes out at midnight. There's a line outside. He's right. like, "Fuck that! I'm getting it now." Good uh, for him, but but he doesn't have a record or anything, right? Like, no, no. It was oh, just like you're, you're fired. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Because that you know, with something like that to. Yeah, you don't want to explain to an employer, you know. Well, I worked I mean, at I Best Buy. Yeah, exactly. Also, I, I feel like he's a cool guy, and I'm sure his boss was just like, "Come on, man, I right. gotta let you go." Right, you know, right, he's like, you. "You're fun, you. you're cool, you smoke weed, but right, like, right. you can't steal Star Wars." No, you can't do that. And 
and now I'm, now that we're talking, I, I realized the job I should have gone with. This will be, I'll, I'll count this as my, because this is the job that wasn't, that was the longest as my youth. Okay. In my youth. So I'm 16, and I work at a restaurant called For Goodness Steak. What? Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> For Goodness Steak. For Goodness Steak. Yes. And this is in Brooklyn? In Brooklyn, yes. <laughs> Everybody it's, loves a solid pun where they eat. Yeah. It's a fake sizzler. Okay. <laughs> like straight up fake sizzler. Yeah. Like to the point where... They accept Sizzler coupons. <laughs> <laughs> There's a salad bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? With it's, the nacho cheese. Basically, he didn't want to pay the franchising fee. Okay. So it's a Sizzler, but it's called Forgetting a Steak. Is it still there? Do you know? It, 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 the, the, the physical building is there. It's since turned into a, an Applebee's, I think. Oh, that makes more now, sense. I now was it's gonna, Applebee's. Applebee's, yeah. They got, okay. So how's working at Forgetting a Steak? Now that was, it was fun, except like, that that ex, that whole experience is like, and I still, you know how you like you learn a lesson, right? Mm-hmm. And you think back in your life, and you go, oh, you know what? God was trying to teach me this lesson like twenty years ago. Yeah, and I didn't quite get it because right. it was great, it was fun, but like, so the summer before is when I did the the cutting. Yeah, you, and you were working hedges, and, and I, I didn't get a summer job, so I was like, I didn't get a city summer job. So let me just go out to the the free market kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it was this uh, placement agency. And you go in and you take a written test. As like a 16-year-old? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just so they could place you, right? Yeah. And uh, I do well on a test. It's not like a test to get into the Ivy Leagues. It's, right. It's a test to get into for goodness sake. It's a test anyone should do well on. But yeah. like probably th- most of the people going to this place, they yeah. weren't um, as well Crushing educated it. as I was or sure. whatever. So I take the test. I do swimmingly well. They're like, this is amazing. You know, you could work anywhere. And they're like, well, where do you want to work? And I'm like, anyway, you know, just commit, you know, because I'm thinking they're going to give me an office job because I did yeah. so well on the test. Yes. And maybe because of my age, maybe. Also, you're 16 or 15 right. and you're, but I'm saying like in your 16 or 15 year old brain, you're like, I could run a bank. Right. right yeah. Right. You fully yeah. believe you could run a bank. And they sent me to forget a mistake. And I'm like, <laughs> like you have to negotiate better. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You learned. To, yes, absolutely. Um, and, and like it was fun. But the first day there, I, I cut my finger. Yeah. Because so, was, what are you doing there? Are you a cook? Or um, are you a server? Started out busting tables. Okay. Ended up uh, being a cook. Showed out a cook. Okay. So never bust. Never waited tables, but I bust tables and I cooked. Okay. Also, places like Sizzler and for goodness' sake, yeah. is a lot of people going to the. It's mostly busting. It's like an easy waiting table. It's not like waiting tables like a normal place because people feed themselves a lot, like a buffet style. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, and and also. Um, but, but they order steaks as yeah, well. I, see, so. whenever I go to the scissor, I just eat the nachos. Right. I right, know right. what I'm going to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this place was like, this is Brooklyn. And like, it was a different time. Like people would go there for their like graduation parties. Like yeah. sixth grade graduation. We're going to go to forget the steak. Fuck yeah. Like, you like, know, Brooklyn, it was, you know what Junior's is? It was right across the street from Junior's. Wait, the, I don't uh, know where cheesecake, Junior's is. Oh, okay. The cheesecake place in, in downtown Brooklyn. Okay. And uh, I'm from Coney Island, so going, you know, I get to go you downtown. Could, yeah, ride the, what, what is it, the um, train? You could ride the B or the D okay. back then. Yeah. And um, it was great. It was like, the only thing is sometimes, you know, people put those posters up to promote things. Mm-hmm. And I had to scrape those posters off. Off of your wall? Off the outside. Yeah, yeah so like, like not the, or the window or the wall. So like, the, you talk about like. Like like shitty punk bands will be like fucking. Right, we're right. playing tonight at the Stress Factory or whatever. Exactly. Well, and also shitty comic shows. <laughs> exactly. Constantly. 
It was on a corner, so not the actual physical windows, but okay on the building. Um, they had pillars going around the building, mm-hmm. and I had to yeah off the building and off so, those yeah. pillars. You're like but fuck you, you, DJ scratch and sniff. But the thing is, when you're like 16 and you have a like a yellow mesh fucking steak hat on, yeah, and then a busboy uniform, and you're scraping a poster. And then, like, people you know walk by. Oh, You fuck. see a girl that you go to high school with. You're just like, oh, oh God, no. please don't see me. No, yeah. I mean, what? I mean, looking back, like, what other job would I have? Yeah, and you know? looking back, you're like, that's a nice young man. <laughs> right. But at the time, you're like, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to be a tour guide in a cave. In a uh, cave? Yeah, I've talked about it a lot on this <laughs> podcast. It's my first job. I had it when I was 15. Right. And I remember like a, a girl from the school that I like came and I had to give her a tour of the cave. And I was like, oh. no. Yeah, and it's just yeah, so brutal. Yeah, I'm like, so this yeah. is a stalactite. Melissa, you don't need to know this. Right? Get out of here. Get out of here. Go to the field of dreams. It's so much right. more fun. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But, but that job was good because the people I worked with, like... Um, I hooked up with one or two of the girls. Ooh, yeah, like yeah. Some like freezer room hookup oh, type stuff happening. I had one of those at a Papa John's one time. Ooh, very nice, yeah. very nice. So there was that. Um, it, it, it has a dark, like it was fun. I left. I never went, you know, really went back. I went back to visit once or twice. But like one other thing, I would work all day because I, I usually opened up the place. Okay. What time is for getting a steak open? Uh, I just want to use the name as yeah, much for as I steak. <laughs> and it had commercials too, by the way. <laughs> Oh, what was the commercial yeah. like? It was um, a big steak, like a dude in a steak uniform, okay. a steak suit. Yeah. And and then another, another guy in a shrimp suit. Okay. And they were singing, um, <laughs> for goodness sake, oh, what a treat, shrimp, shrimp, shrimp. <laughs> and they ran for about half a year. Uh, I have it on good faith. They never paid for the commercials. <laughs> so they stopped, they stopped running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, uh, there's a place called Perkins in the Midwest. It's, oh, yeah, I know Perkins. Yeah. It's just a Denny's. It's, exactly. Yeah. But my friend, uh, a comedian in Chicago, Matty Ryan, um, uh-huh. he played a Poseidon during their shrimp fest oh, wow. in one of their commercials. And he sent it to me. He's like, is this bad? And I, I hope, wanting me to be like, no, no, no. But he's a good enough friend that I was like, yeah, right. it's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope this is not run in Chicago, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, so. Because <laughs> he's just, Matty Ryan's is a redheaded, fire redhead guy, so super, super funny. But they put him in a gray wig and stuff. It doesn't, gray wig. Right, right. Man, it was funny. It's so funny. Listen, if it's a commercial and it's not a national commercial, it's mm-hmm. probably bad. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's just. Just, just, just take the check. Yeah, I remember that girl he was dating. He's like, "Well, her dad saw it," and I was like, "Oh no!" Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So okay, so you're hanging out at for goodness sake. Hanging out for goodness sake. You I, get placed there, which is crazy. I get placed there, so I'm in Coney Island, uh, which is the, the last stop in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. It's about a half hour train ride once you get to the train. So about forty five minute trip. I have one uniform. Okay. Like literally one shirt, one shirt, and I wear the same pants, same and it's hat. Yellow. It's a, the, the hat is yellow. The shirt is like a white busboy shirt. Okay, it looks all right. But it, you know, it's just one shirt. You think mm-hmm. they would give me two, right? Yeah. So I come home every night. My grandmother washes the shirt for me, and then I dries it, and I go back to make like three dollars an hour. Yeah, it was really seriously like under four dollars an hour. Yeah. And what time they open? I think I was ended up getting there seven in the morning to what prep. The fuck? Maybe eight. Cause- they probably open nine or ten, but you have okay. to like cook. You have to start the rice. You have to do mm-hmm. a lot of things. They have these gates. You have to open up because it's on a corner. So 
Yeah. This, it wasn't just one storefront. Like, you know, like the, the gates that stores have? Yeah. They had like 10 of those. Like so you the had front the, of Clerks, the movie Clerks. Where yeah, the yeah. Kids they had would like, shove gum in the thing. Right. Yeah. So they had 10 of those. I had to open those up. And the crazy thing is, like, you would work all day. Mm-hmm. And, and like, at the end of your shift, you get to eat for free, right? So you get yeah. some rice or whatever the case. But Some for I, goodness sake. Yeah. About 40% of the time, I, I don't think I'm exaggerating, the next guy wouldn't show up. Oh shit! So you just have to work, and doubles. then they just like we need you to just stay. Oh fuck! And then you just yeah, just there. You know what You're I mean? You're there for till close. Yeah, right. which is very <laughs> illegal. Yeah, super not. Yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, you're right. Because they don't illegal. want to have to pay overtime to anyone. Right. And you're working a like a 15 hour day. Yeah, crazy, and that happened a lot to the 40, point half the time. <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah, like. Let's say thirty five percent of the time, okay. and that's really accurate. No, I. Yeah. You know, that's what I like about like talking to comedians. Is like we're like we're not going to embellish. This is true. Thirty five percent of the time, we're not going to say half. Right, right. No, yeah. but thirty. But that's a lot though. When that's you, so much. Yeah, that's like that's you know fucking thirty five percent. I don't know why I'm trying to quantify right, right, right. it. It's, no, it's four out of ten days. But it's brutal, you know. And so. Uh, yeah, I just and then you're like you're worried. You're like, is fucking Dave gonna get here? Please, Dave. Please, yeah. Dave. And you know Dave, right. so you're like, I fucking know he's not coming the thing in. Thing is, looking back, it's like I don't know. I don't know. It's like I'm I'm street smart. I'm from Brooklyn, and I just didn't think of certain things. I don't know why. Like you didn't think to be like, no, I need to go and go home, right? Or just like, hey, can I? I want to take the afternoon shift. Mm-hmm. So like, then it's in my power to stick it to the the yeah. morning shift guy you're or just, not. You're a sweet. Young right. kid, and unfortunately, your boss is like, I can, I, this is a kid who's very, I can boss around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He'll take whatever shift I give him. Right. And then when you go up to cook, it's a little better. You're not bussing tables anymore. Yeah. How was um, cooking? It was good. It was, I mean, the, the menu is so limited. You just, you just, you just start the <laughs> rice in the morning. Yeah. You're like, you just like put a gang of rice in a pan with some water and you put it in the oven. They actually bake it. And then, um, <laughs> You know how you do rice. Yeah, and then whenever someone orders shrimp, you throw that in the grease. Yep. Fries, mm-hmm. same grease. You know, you, you might have to cook a burger or a steak. Yep. Yeah, it's really easy. It's super I mean, easy. It's all like kind of yeah, great greasy greasy bar food. You know. Oh, this is great. And and is the owner around being all weird? Um, you know, this weird. The owner came in every now and again. The guy who managed it, uh, he was the guy that really, you know. But I think the owner ran it in the ground, and the guy that managed it. Was the one cracking the whip? Mm-hmm. These um, again, like guys who are probably a little older than I am now, and they were managing yeah. it. There was a guy that I worked with. He was the hot shot. He was like nineteen, already a manager. Like he just was like this. Like he could do all the jobs in the place. So he right. he he had probably been me before me, like five years earlier. But he took to it, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's. I mean, that's what happens at these places. Your manager is who just hasn't left and been there for three years. Exactly. And exactly. this is they love it. He he was like the guy. He had he had the keys. Oh, nice! And he could open. He could like everything you could do. He could do a little faster. Mm-hmm. But I knew enough to not like be worried about it. Like I'm not like you know what? I'm gonna let you be better at cooking the rice. Exactly. Than I, yeah. You know what I mean? I had a friend at Papa John's where I realized I fucked up by taking on asking for extra responsibility. Like I was right. like, I want to learn how to make the dough. Like because it comes in a, a ball. Uh-huh. And then at Papa John's, they, I don't know if it's the thing, but then you like fully flip the pizza, you make it flat. Right, and I right. was like, I'd like to learn how to do that. And they're like, 
Brooks come and then Brian's my like best friend like Brian come over too and Brian's like I don't want to learn that and so he never <laughs> learned how to do it he just had less responsibility but we both made 515 an hour That's exactly but I'm right. like why did I fucking learn this skill right That's yeah exactly right so but this guy was a was a was a stud um I won't say his name because he was also really good at the basketball game we had like a basketball game in the back at like a little papa shot like not yes, papa shot but like, like a papa shot like oh, they have the, at um like a showney's yeah it, like, like a pizza there place. was a bar in the back so he was great at that game the okay. best i've ever seen at that game like he it, it just yeah like he, steph curry before mm, steph curry like okay. just went off his hand yeah and again music the favorite part of my favorite part about that job was they played steve miller all the time okay so they like which is not something I was really used to hearing, but they played like he yeah. would, when we started working, he'd play Steve Miller, you know, fly like an eagle and all that stuff. Yeah, and do I was you know like, Steve Miller's godfather is Les Paul? Oh yeah, the gu- guitar guy. Right, right, the guy who invented the Les Paul. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Steve Miller's godfather is Les Paul. That's crazy. Yeah, I found that out and I was like, what? It's it really, kind of makes sense. It's like it makes sense. He's so good at guitar, right? Because right. his dad's best friend invented this style of guitar. That's crazy. So I'm sorry to cut you off. That's but okay. This is weird. And when I saw when I heard that, I'm like, wait, he stole that from EPMD because they sampled him. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now here's the thing, though. Uh, I went to college after I left for getting a stake. But wait, you were? Are you still getting back to the Papa Shot guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, getting back okay, to good, him. Good. Um, I don't know how this happened because this is like now probably the 90s at this point mm-hmm. and and so you would think where i'm from most people fell to this fate in the 80s not the 90s and people in the 90s who were doing it were from the 80s but somehow he got on drugs heavy. oh yeah that same dude who's all world yeah. got on drugs and um and I, I don't think this is news um so and and it's not for goodness sake anymore right? right but so he got on drugs heavy uh this is all like my freshman year. So within a year. Yeah. Like I go away. I'm, I'm just in Long Island. I'm not that far. Yeah. But I come back to visit and like all hell breaks loose. <laughs> oh, shit. He's, he's, he's a drug addict. Yeah. You're like, oh no. He gets fired, right? Oh, he's, yeah. I guess, a crack addict. Comes back and shoots one of the other managers. No. In the, in the, uh, the, the, the same freezer that I hooked up in. Yeah. He shot a guy in that. Did he kill him? Yes. Fuck. Yeah. This is an entry level first. Uh, oh, wow. That's, that's one year. One year. Like, oh I'm, I'm not even a sophomore yet. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, you were like, that was a fun family. You were great at Papa Shot. Right, yeah. It's oh. like that faces of meth. Like, that's yeah. real. It wasn't meth, but, but yeah, like, it's it, crack. it, it happens fast. Holy shit. Um, yeah, so either way, be nice to your bosses. Right. <laughs> Don't upset any coworkers. Yeah, and when and when a, an employee comes back, and I picture the scene, I think what happens is, and I don't want to make it funny, but you just picture, like, we've seen too many movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all of us. So the guy he shot, um, I think I can say his name, Bob, I'm sure when he comes back, he's, like, cracked out, and he needs yeah. his money. You know, Bob, seeing one too many movies, is probably like, hey, man, you don't yeah, want to do this. We're friends. Like yeah. We, yeah. You don't want to do this. And we it's like, used to close this place down together. You're not talking to a person. You're talking to a zombie. Just yeah. give them the money. Yeah. I mean, how much money do you have it for goodness sake at any given point? No. Like a few thousand? Just yeah. give them the money. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the lesson here. Just give them the money. Just give them the money. Yes. That's fucking nuts. And you come back, you're like, hey, how's for goodness sake? Oh my God. Yes. For goodness sake, guys. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's interesting because like, one of the girls I hooked up with, she got pregnant like like shortly after and there was some rumblings. Was it me? Was it me? Oh, and geez. it wasn't me. Yeah. 
And um, so, yeah, I got, I, I, you know. That sounds like a lot of hijinks that ended with murder. Like, the hijinks got a little too hijinky. Yeah, it did. But I I just sort of like. Yeah, weaved, weaved in and out. about my way, yeah. Okay, but you're growing up in Brooklyn in yes. like the late 80s, early 90s. Yes. And you talk about music a lot. And I love music. So you were around when that like hip hop started fucking going off then. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm I mean, I'm 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 older than you, so like I'm I my first concert was a run DMC concert. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, so yeah. like were you were around Run DMC, Beastie Boys, like Yeah, first um well actually my first concert ever was it was uh uh Run DMC with um I think Slick Rick was on that show too. That was at the Beacon. And UTFO, the guys were singing Roxanne. Roxanne. Oh, was it the Beacon <laughs> Theater? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my first, and I went to see Run DMC a lot, and I saw them again. Uh, and then my second show ever was up the Apollo Theater. Okay. Run DMC with the Beastie Boys opening for them. That's fucking rad. Yeah. And um, the comic, uh, what's his name? He, he, the guy from Ghost. It'll come to me. Rick Aviles. Okay. He, he's a New York guy before 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 both of our times, but mm-hmm. he played in the movie Ghost. Yeah. He was. Um, I guess one of the guys who killed Patrick Swayze's character. I don't know a lot about anyway, Ghost. He was a really, uh, really happening comic, and his mm-hmm. brother is a, a New York comic too, who lives, I think, somewhere else now. But he opened for them, so he he opened. Oh wow! Did comedy, which is crazy, in front of like yeah, in front and, of Beastie Boys, Run DMC crowd. Yeah, but he killed it. That's killed amazing. It. But I mean, looking back, I'm like, he just had such swag. But mm-hmm. like, as I wasn't a comic yet. Yeah. Now I'm looking back and realizing the material was yeah. like. Like he did a joke about peeing at the urinal and looking over, and that guy's a bigger dick. Yeah, and, you know. exactly. But it was, I mean, it was cool to see. At 13, 14, you're like, this dude is nuts. You know, yeah. yeah. I remember, so the final, the day I left New York City, I stayed two extra days because right. I opened for John Oliver sometimes. Oh, nice. Yeah. And he was doing the Beacon Theater, two shows, and I got booted off SNL. Right. My girlfriend at the time had moved back to LA, like, and I was following her after I finished the, these two John Oliver shows, staying like three more days. Right, but right. I was sleeping on a yoga mat with a, a blanket and that, and a pillow. That's all I had in my apartment. I shipped everything. Right. And uh, I was real sad. Uh, and I do the t- two shows at the Beacon Theater with John Oliver and I never drink hard alcohol, but I was like, fuck it. Um, so, I'm so sad. I like pounded a bottle of whiskey that was for John. Oh, wow. But, uh, but, I, but we're friends. So I was like, he's not going to, he doesn't drink this much anyway. Mm-hmm. And I just got shit house like during his last set to where wow. when he came off, I was like, fuck it. And he was like, whoa, what happened, man? I was like, just trashed. But then I go home, I jump on the F train to go back to Alphabet City to my yoga mat and pillow. Right. And I started crying on the train. Oh, shit. Like, just because I was so, like, man, you really fucked up. Like, you, you, like, moved to New York to do SNL. It didn't work out. I started crying. No, but, but we got to get that. We got to get that. No, back but, to that. but, yeah, but yeah. The, the story is like, yeah. I just had to, it's like, I felt bad. I was crying. And then a woman put her hand on my shoulder. And, and to me, in my brain, this is like th- two, three years ago, I was uh-huh. like, oh, see, New York's not so bad. It's filled with nice people. This woman's going to comfort me. And she goes, I was at the show. You didn't bomb that bad. Like, she's oh, like, wow. <laughs> so I was just bawling. And she's like, no, no, I don't think it's, you should cry that hard. I'm like, that's not why I was That's crying. so funny. Yeah. Um, no, and I'm aware that SNL is his own beast and I don't right, talk right, about right. it, but just that's in that funny. moment, I was get ready to like be oh. built up and she just broke me down so much more. Right, right, right. That train shit, man. Oof. It's yeah. so easy to write in New York because so it much is. happens around you so often. So much happens and it's so much easier to read. Yeah. Like, it's so hard for me to read out here. You got to like really, yeah, you got to sit in a chair. You usually want to be outside because it's nice. Right, right. And now we have phones. 
Exactly. Yeah. But in New York, you're uh, in the subway. You're in the subway. Yeah. And you just start reading. Okay. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. And also you walk like on your walk to your set in New York, you'll see something that you can open with. Absolutely. And you know, you're like, I saw a homeless guy catch a bird and talk to it and throw it away. And somebody else in the crowd was like, I saw the homeless guy, you know? And then it's like this instant familiarity versus in LA, we're all in our bubbles of cars and phones. Yeah. And I, I do miss New York, but yeah. I miss it when it's nice. Like I was just there in December. I was like, fuck this place. Yeah, that cold is. Yeah. But then there's traffic. Like, I came here from Culver City today and, you know, said it was going to take 34 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm writing on this game show, or content producing on a game show. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah. And so I gave myself 45 minutes. Yep. And I just, like, barely made it. Like, just so many streets were blocked and yeah. construction and I mean whenever you go on tour to like Portland or Austin you're like yeah. why don't I why did I choose LA yeah it's crazy and, yeah. and you're from Iowa I'm from Iowa what, I get why I left Iowa right. that's what, fine what part of Iowa I'm from uh, Manchester oh I didn't know I didn't even know there was a Manchester there is Iowa. it's like in between Cedar Rapids and Dubuque I see I see okay yeah but I, I went to high school in Dubuque and then worked at the cave and Papa John's and all that place in nice, Dubuque nice. yeah oh, mall cool cool man um but okay, we got it. We got it. But either way, this is the last thing I'll say. I forget where I just was. It was like Austin, where I'm like, any bar in Austin would be the best bar in LA. Yeah. Because they got just nice outdoor patios. Right, right. And same with New York. New York bars rule versus Absolutely. LA. Absolutely. LA bars, I don't know. Sometimes they, like, they go out of their way to be divey, which is annoying. Yeah. I like. Like you live over in Highland Park, which is getting like gentrified like a motherfucker. So gentrified. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the, my favorite ones, and then we'll get back to what the podcast is about. I like yes. The Roost. Have okay. you ever been to The Roost? It depends. Where, it's where in Atwater it? Village. It's Ooh, like, I like Atwater Village. Yeah, it's nice. And then there's this other place called Rustic, uh, Ye Rustic Inn. Which I've been there. They're the type of place where you walk in, in the middle of the day, and it looks like it's midnight inside. That's not the one near the bowling alley, right? Or um, No, no, that's oh, not. Okay. I, I think I've, I've definitely been there. That sounds so familiar it's to me. It's great. Yeah. I mean, we... It's it's walkable, so I like that. Nice, right. nice. Well, we could have cut all of that out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah, sorry. So forgetting a steak. Yeah, great, and then great, all stemmed off of a murder. Yeah, that was yeah. For, I, I got out before the murder happened. I yeah, forget the steak. Thank goodness. Um, all right. So what what did you what college did you go to? Um, I went to school in Long Island, uh, New York Institute of Technology. This is a technical school out yeah, there. For yeah, for what? Uh, computer science. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was, used to be an engineer. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So, yeah, I got a degree in computer science. I was... And this is early. Early, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I mean, so you're like, you know how to do shit. Well, like, yeah, it's like I mean, before... I think when I graduated, they were just doing, um, you know, object-oriented programming. C++ was just coming around. Yeah, you know I remember I, mean? I had to learn C++ recently. Like, when yeah. I was in college, I was like, what the fuck? There's no way we're using this anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, I only did it for a little while. The crazy thing is, um, I, whenever people ask me what school I went to, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of it, it's fine, but I probably should have gone to a better school. And I remember my teacher in high school, who's still my friend to this day, Julie Merker, she told me, she was like, uh, you know, because I was like, an, I, I could be an underachiever, overachiever, you know, kind of yeah, thing. It, and she's like, you know, people ask you what school you went to, that's going to stay with you forever. And I don't regret it, but I'm like, yeah, she was right. I wish... And if I, if I would have known I was going to be a, a comedian yeah. and a writer, I, I would have worked so much harder like, to go to like an Ivy League school. I tell oh, people. Yeah. 
I see what you're saying. Like it's it's more important for what we do actually than like even in technical fields. Technical fields, you go to any school. It you, just depends on what first job you get. Yeah, right. In a right. technical field. Yeah, that's it, true. As soon as you get that first job, then that's all that matters. Right, right, right. But yeah, writing wise, I guess yeah, because SNL is the it's like half filled with kind of like. Uh, weird Midwesterners who like went through Second City and then half Harvard guys. Right, right. It's like, you know, which is the yin and the yang because like, you know, that's, they're both have their pros and cons. Right, exactly. And so... Um, but I yeah. find those Harvard guys to be snarky as fuck. Is that right? Yeah, just like quick, like kind of, you know, nev- they're harder to have, like to show they're having fun, mm-hmm. you know, versus like Midwestern, my Midwestern friends who work there would just be fucking like, yeah, this is great. You know? right, right. And then, you know, we're louder and more annoying, I guess is right. what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's something about like, you ever... Um, like I've done colleges, but you ever do like those prep schools in New England? Um, like, um, I don't know. I've, like um, I've, I've never done like an Ivy League school. Um, we mean like stand up. Stand up, yeah. Right. I, I think I have, but I've done quite a few uh, academies. Like oh, the, 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 I know you're the boarding about. schools. Okay, like Phillips Exeter Academy, mm-hmm. where Zuckerberg went to school. I've done it like in New England area. I've done like three or four. Yeah, and you just they're like high schools, but they're like colleges and they get it and you're like man like you guys are on a fast track just, yeah. they're just literally training you to be CEOs to like yeah be CEOs and be over us you yeah. know what I mean oh 100% <laughs> versus you go to like our high schools like right. it's just like sit the fuck down <laughs> right. sit the fuck down <laughs> yeah that's what right, right. I mean, I just to talk about stand-up for a second, I watched Mulaney's new special, uh-huh. uh, and the one joke that got me so hard was about uh, high school assemblies, or the assemblies, like my favorite assembly was always the assembly to talk about what went wrong at the assembly the day before. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's the funny. second assembly to be like, what did you do? Right, yeah. Right. I was like, that's, that was our high school. Yeah. A lot of like, we're meeting back tomorrow, you don't embarrass us like that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you go to these schools and you're like... What is this? This is a different, yeah, you know, it's full so. X Men Academy. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, computer science made. But what are you working And that's at? when I went to Boston to work. Okay, and yeah. what? Where do you? Um, what's your job through college? Like any? Um, mainly, IT backend database kind of stuff. Okay, like really boring, just like yeah, phoning it in a little bit. A little bit, because I'm doing stand up at that point. Oh, okay, so you start yeah, yeah. doing stand up in the city. Are you training down? Um, I started doing stand-up in New York and then continued in Boston. I graduated and got a job in Boston. Okay. What was so, your, so wait, so you're doing like IT stuff. In through, Boston. But yeah. I'm saying in college. Oh, no. In college, you mean jobs. Jobs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was an RA. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, resident advisor. Yeah, so, like, so you get free, free boarding, free right? Free boarding. Isn't that what it's about? Yeah, yeah. Free uh, room and board and... You know, I'm like breaking up keggers and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is, I'm a narc. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but you're, you, I bet you're like a fun narc. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and let's I, do it. Let's do an improv game. Yes. Okay, so you walk <laughs> past my door. Yes. I'm a freshman, and you see I have like a 12 pack of uh, a Budweiser like that. I'm not hiding, and my door was open. Right. Oh, hey, Dwayne. Hey. Um. Yeah, how old are you? Oh, getting, getting, I mean, eighteen. Okay. I, look, I know, man. We'll just put it away. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll just, actually, we'll leave. Like, we'll take yeah, it do that because it makes me look crazy. Okay, you know, like if I don't see it. Okay, yeah, then, I know, you know I know. I mean? We appreciate it. How's everything going? Do you want one? Good, you know. Oh, I'm. The people. No, I can't have one. Okay, but find someone who's over twenty-one. All right, and just sort of like that way, it's anchored, mm-hmm. and I don't have to see it. Okay, yeah. Sorry. 
Yeah. You're, you're such a cool RA, Dwayne. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah, I was an RA. I worked in a computer lab and, you know, um, just jobs around school. Jobs around campus. Yeah. Around campus. Yeah. Yeah. I was a tutor, like I, but nice. not like a private tutor is the engineering college had, um, oh, nice. a, just a room you could go to uh-huh. with like five engineers and we would just to, we would help on different subjects. Oh, very nice. So it was the best college job ever. It was a place I had to be three hours every night. Right. And if nobody was in there, I was just doing my own homework. Makes you a better student, I imagine. That's how I fucking graduated, yeah. literally. And I got that job because I got arrested and needed money to pay, like I wrestled a cop, oh, and needed wow. money to pay for interference with official acts and public intox. Oh, so I had, so literally getting arrested made me a tutor, which got me through That's college. amazing. They put you on a payment plan? Um, no, I remember I just had to sell everything I had. It was like 750 bucks. Right. I sold my Xbox and like every DVD I had, every CD I had. Wow. Yeah. Cause it was like, that was $750 was an infinity. I so couldn't you, fathom. You wrestle a cop and, well, and this is in what? Well, what, it's in Iowa city. Iowa city. Okay. What happened was it was Halloween and we were jogging home cause it was cold. Uh-huh. Uh, it's October 31st and, um, we jogged past a house that had just been robbed. And the cops show up and they saw me and my friend running um, running. and um, I'm drunk and I'm 19. So I'm like, I'm not fucking sticking around to talk to a fucking cop because they shine the lights on us. Mm -hmm. And uh, I take off. The cop tackles me. I get him off me because I grew up wrestling Um, and I'm white. So, you know, they're not going to shoot me. So you do Uh, it really fast. Like he doesn't even know what happened. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like, get him off me. I don't rest. I don't go up to a cop and wrestle him, but I just like got him off me and ran away. I see. And then my friend who I was with told him where I lived and they came and fucking arrested me oh, in my wow. apartment. Yeah. But it's crazy because you didn't rob the house. That's what I said. So they took me to the house. I'm handcuffed in the back of the cop car uh-huh. and they're like, is this the guy who did it? And I was dressed like Ali G because I oh, love. Wow. So yeah, I was like, I was trying to be funny at first. I was like, yo, it's because I'm black, ain't it? You know, like doing right. Ali G. And then as soon, <laughs> yeah, I was doing, yeah, right. I like learned how to do it and everything. <laughs> And then they're like, no, that guy didn't do it. I was like, see, now you can take me home. They're like, well, you still wrestled like Gary and, uh, oh, you know, I see, I and, see. You're, and you're drunk. So, and, and you know, what's crazy about that is like, I'm sure maybe there's like, people might say, oh, that's a white thing. And it could be, but it's also a small town. People yeah. know. Nobody people. was getting shot. Right, right. It's, yeah. it's a different, the, yeah. the cops have a different mindset. Yeah, a it's like a that. college town. Right, it, right. That's exactly what it was. I mean, it's just like, yeah, I just, I ran, I jumped over a fence. I have a scar on my chin from when I jumped over the fence. I right. hit a bird bath. Oh. Yeah. So like, right, I, luck, I luckily hit my chin and not my teeth. Right, right. Yeah, still have a scar to this that's day. That's so amazing that that led you to be a tutor. Which got me through college. Right. Because it was like 15 hours of, I had to be studying every right. day. It started with a butterfly flapping its wings in Indonesia. Exactly. And that's. And then, in, and then into <laughs> me running past a house I got robbed. Right, right. Which is also the lame thing. I'm like, like how you got fired but didn't steal anything. I was like, I wish I robbed somebody. <laughs> right. But then that's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's right? a different crime. It would be more than $750. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. So you're RA and tutoring and uh, working in the lab. Yeah, yeah. And then you get a, you start open micing because did you grow up liking stand up? I did, I did. You know, really, what happened was, um, I went to a job fair, and as a sophomore, I think. Okay. And I was really, sophomore in high school, college. College. Okay. And I, it wasn't at my school, but I went to this job fair, and um, I'm talking to this girl from um, Microsoft, and I'm just talking to her, and I'm like, oh man, you know, telling her about my Commodore 64 and how great it was and mm-hmm. why it was great. And then that leads to an interview at Microsoft. Whoa. Yeah. And this is, 
like early '90s to like test software. Right? Yeah, they fly me to to, to Seattle. Seattle. Oh, Seattle! It's yeah, in Seattle. I forget. Redmond. Yeah, they fly me to Seattle. And, Which is um, exciting. It's so exciting. I got it's so dope. It's you're and, in college getting flown somewhere that you're not paying for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's crazy. The first time I ever flew on a plane was for an interview through uh, engineering, right, and I didn't right. want the job. I just wanted to fly on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. See. And so, what's crazy is that I wrote down on a piece of paper, like someone told me, you know, if you write your goals down, you make more money, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. And so I started to do that that year. And I wrote down, start stand-up comedy. Yeah. And so it was like, a, if I don't get the job in Microsoft, I'll start stand-up. Okay. And then I didn't get the job, and I started stand-up. That's great. That's, I started stand-up right before my sophomore year of college. Right, right. Yeah, because yeah. I had written down, start stand-up. Nice, nice. Yeah, but it was when I was little. Oh, wow. I said, start stand-up when you're 17. It took me until I was 19. Oh, that's really cool, man. Right. But yeah, I, but yeah I was like, I'm two years late. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you flew to Seattle. Yeah, and I think I had a good interview. I think I was a little nervous, and I I definitely answered one question wrong. And again, it's just so, like my mother, who's not, doesn't know much about these type things, she told me, make sure you write a thank you letter. And I didn't do it right away. Oh, yeah. And I don't think the thank you letter would have been the make or break thing, Mm -hmm. but I do think to write the thank you letter and then say, oh, by the way, I realized I answered this one question wrong. Yeah. It's really this. That would show them, oh, okay. Yeah. It, 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 hey, yeah, the thank you letter. And then maybe like, uh, if you have any other openings in the future, I am going to school for the next two years. Right, right. Yeah, right. learning more. That kind of thing. Yeah. And so, but fuck that. Now you're in stand-up yeah, now comedian. Yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, so then you start doing stand-up in the city. Um, yeah, very like intermittently, like once in a while mm-hmm. I'm doing it. So I'm not... It's like, at that point, I'm just excited to be on the scene, but I'm not yeah. quite a comic yet. You who know? are you seeing? Like, who was the first? Because you got to start, like, in New York. Uh-huh. Who did you get to see that you were like, holy shit, like, uh, I'm, in the, I'm in a small room with this person? When I was researching, just going to clubs to mm-hmm. check it out, I, I'm fairly certain I saw Tracy Morgan the first time he ever got on stage. Oh, really? Yeah, in Harlem. Was it, was it, was it, it was you, dope. He was Tracy Morgan he was already. Tracy Morgan already, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I mean, he, was, he used to be chubby, right? He was he was very chubby. He just just has such a personality. He was so dope. He ended with um, a, a, and it's weird as I had a song parody too. Like okay. I, I had like a, I, I did a thing about what if Roseanne Barr, what if the song Jungle Fever was written for Roseanne Barr? Okay, and it was called Junk Food Fever, and I did like a whole Stevie Wonder impression. <laughs> a real weird Al over here, right? right. <laughs> I did Michael Jackson. Do you remember the time when I was black? You know, yeah. But, but Tracy had a, a a parody. It was Busta Rhyme, okay, um, singing about like sucking dick. <laughs> He said, like, he said, Buster Rhyme had dick-sucking lips. Yeah. I mean, don't judge the material. But just know that he was already Tracy. Yes. And he did, like, he said, as I can find all the dicks I can find. Like, as yeah. I combine all the dicks I can find. It was just, it just so was amazing. Weird. Yeah. And, like, it's weird because I, I, I felt, even when I first met him, and we, we, don't, we don't hang or know each other too well now, but I was like, I should learn how to do an impression of this guy because really, yeah. he's, he's going to be big. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I um, moved to Chicago. The first day I got there, I saw T.J. Miller, and he nice. was, you know, and he was. It was like the first time I saw a guy that was like, oh, he's this. It was he's just a local Chicago comic. I was like, he's gonna be famous, dude. Right, like, right, it's right. so good. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, you know, you got that with Tracy. So, yeah, I was in Harlem to begin with and um, just seeing all those guys. I saw Bernie Mac early on. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he came through. He came to Harlem and I was like, Oh, this guy's yeah. I got to see that Bernie Mac um, when he's like, what? What does he yell? The the when he did Def Jam and uh, he, he's I wearing. Ain't you, I ain't scared of you, yeah, yeah. I was so lucky that I didn't see that till I was like far enough into stand up that I realized how fucking dope it was. Right. You know right, what I mean? Like yeah. somebody was like, "You haven't seen that?" And I was like, "No, I don't think so." And they showed it to me, and I was like, "This is the coolest stand up set I've ever yeah. seen." And and you know the story behind it, right? Because they were. Yeah, for listeners, you should type in Bernie Mac. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. Right. So you you can tell the story. So yeah, they were taping Def Jam, and um, just the, the guy before him. The crowd was like, being, they were booing people, booing yeah. this being and they, awful, and they booed the guy before him. Yeah, <laughs> like just mercilessly booed him off stage, mm-hmm. and and he went to kick a pre, and he says, every time I say your name, I want you to play this little song, mm-hmm. and just impromptu, just yeah, his first words is, I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers, and then. He and he's to, like, kick it. Yeah, and then he it. would dance yeah, a little yeah. bit. He's wearing <laughs> jeans with his own face, <laughs> right, like spray right. painted on it. I mean, that made him a star. That was so, just, his, like, crazy. Yeah. I think that was his second Def Jam, actually, too. But it was outrageous. It was just so good. And he, and he, so, and he does, he's doing basically, basically street jokes. But yeah. just so, the commitment the level yeah. and the charisma. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. It's and he great. kept saying it. You should, you should, uh, all yeah. listeners should definitely Google that. Um, okay, so you run into him and him, but then you head to Boston. I go to Boston. Yeah, yeah. To, For your, to, your to, first real job? Yeah, right. My first real job. I, What's I moved your to first real job? Um, more like IT kind of stuff uh, yeah. for a company called Digital, which. Oh, how they really branded themselves. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, Digital, they were like the computer company. Like oh, they really? made. Um, I, I want to say maybe the first personal computer before IBM, but certainly like, like they 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 went all the way back to like the mainframe days. Oh yeah, and then the compact part of the Manhattan project. Yeah, and like they were like all New England digital. Like that was okay. you know, um, so yeah, I was working for them and started really really doing stand up. Yeah, so you're and that's like, where I meet like Bill Burr and all those guys, Patrice, Patrice. those kind of guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I would never, I would never got to see Patrice live, which is, which sucks. Oh no, that's crazy. No, yeah. Cause I was in LA, I moved to LA and then only moved to New York after he passed away. Oh, which I is see, such I a see. bummer. Um, okay. So, but you're doing this job, but you're, are you fully committed to, you're going to be a stand up comedian now? Yeah. So the job is like, so I'm, you, I'm doing enough. Yeah. Yeah. So what else happening at this job? Do you have any friends or anything? Or are you just like checking in, checking out? No, no, I have friends. I'm in this like, um, this rotational program. So you, you work. One one position. Okay, you I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, you know. so you were like, that's a good gig yeah, those, to get because those are the ones that grooming you, basically. grooming you yeah, to yeah. move forward in the company. Yeah, right. But I'm basically just a stand up. Yeah, that point. you were like, I'm tricking you, motherfuckers. Right, you guys exactly. are paying for my debt that I went to school for. So that I can do stand up. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did my job, but yeah. No, exactly. I remember at my first engineering job, there were kids on the rotational program and I wasn't. Right. And then this air of assholery to them. Right. They were Duke kids. <laughs> they all went to Duke. And I was like, fuck you. Fuck Duke. Yeah. Yeah. I so, like, I mean, because for me, like, I always had the two paths away. I could do the technical job, but because I was good at um, speaking and you know, understanding how it all fit in. Right. I could, I, you know, your, your personal, you could your be a manager type thing. And yeah. understood the technical side. Right, right. Which is rare for, uh, especially a software engineer. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, but here's the thing though. 
I'm, I'm, I kind of don't, I commit to comedy, but I'm still on two paths. Mm-hmm. Because, so, I'm doing comedy, it's going well, I'm slightly becoming a professional, you know, like Yeah, and the opening. Boston scene's pretty rad. Yeah, it's dope. It's really, um, it's a really great training ground. And then I applied to grad school. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. So you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right, right. So then you apply to grad school, what happened? To get an MBA, I get in. Where? Um, USC. Jesus. Well, okay. but you see what I'm trying to do, too. Okay. I'm trying to get to LA. That's why, yeah, I get you're this. Right, right. That's what I did in Iowa. That's why I got my job at engineering was in Irvine. Oh, right, right, right. I only would look for jobs in LA and New York so I could move to LA or New York. Right, to, to get... To, so I could be in the scene stand-up. of stand-up. Right, right, yeah. exactly. So, um, so that makes that's a great idea. Yeah, so I get uh, I get into USC. It's great. How long were you in Boston? Uh, like four years. Wow. So yeah, you were doing so years. you were doing stand up pretty regularly in Boston for like yeah, four years, right? But I, but what happened is I went to USC. Finally realized I was serving two masters. Left USC, mm-hmm. then went back to Boston. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So you moved out here to do, to go to to live in LA and do the comedy, right? And then smartly went back to Boston. Well, there was a girl in Boston too. Oh, that'll do it. And so. But I wrote, like I had great stuff, but the, the material I wrote when I left Bo- L.A. and went back to Boston, that the bulk of that new material is really what became my first Conan set. So okay. like it was, it was a good move. Yeah. But, but before I left USC, I already had a summer job lined up at, in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So I could have, you know, like I had a, like I already had a summer job working for HP to do like project management. Right. Like it was just... Because you were already a full-time employee for four years. Yeah. But it was like, I was like the guy with two families. Like it yeah. was just, it, it was like, it was just going where, like I'm not the guy with a wife and like a side thing. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy with two families. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had to like yeah. figure it out, what I, you know, stop one of them at least. I was, I, I had my heels in the ground as an engineer until the day I got SNL. It was like, wow. yeah, well, I was, but I was like seconds from being fired. Is that because, right? Because of the two families thing. Right, right, and right. It was always stand up. Like I was leaving to go to Montreal and going wow. to New York to test and then going back to New York to talk. That's so, an amazing, to, to, to carry it that far is amazing. Well, no, exactly. When I showed up, my boss was like, the day I got SNL, I was like, I gotta put you on fucking part time, man. Like you're, <laughs> yeah. He was so sweet and nice and I, I love him. He was so nice and put up with so much. Right. Um, but yeah, I was really, I, I was like, I was telling my friend the other day I'd stopped doing things because I was certain I was going to get to quit soon. Wow. So I was like, man, I hope before this project is due that oh, I get to quit because I'm not doing this project right, at all. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, yeah. A lot of hanging out. That's like, crazy. And just like getting to work, immediately being like, what's for lunch? Like, what do you guys want right. to do for lunch? And when you look back, you're like, there's so many forks in the road. Some of, some of you were aware of and some you're not aware of, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I could have I could have went to the Bay Area. Yeah. Still been doing comedy, hooked up with, like, Patton Oswalt, all those guys. Yeah. Like, who knows, you know, what that would have looked like. Instead, I went back to Boston. So you went back to Boston, and then... Um you're you're just full on. You're, are you full on stand up at this point? Like, no, I go back to work. Oh, you go back to work, but you're doing your your, your yeah. night oh, your yeah. night mic. I'm working for the same company that I was working for, but like more of a, as a consultant. Okay, like you know, um, yeah. I'm not like I'm I'm a 1099 kind of situation. Oh, shit. I think that's what it was. Yeah, but anyway, they took me back. I'm working for them, still doing comedy, and I'm in Boston for a year. Then I get Conan. Then I get Montreal. Then yeah. I'm back in LA again. 
Oh shit! But now I'm not working. I'm just in LA. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I, yeah. Montreal uh, is this comedy festival you get as a new face. Yeah, and it, yeah, I got Montreal, and then got to quit my job like a month later. Right, because right, that's right. where people see you and your things if, happen. If yeah. you're good, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I do think my my plan was a little bit. So you stayed. You kept your job way longer than most comedians too. In a sense, yeah, in a sense, I would say. And you know how you know you said like you were at your job not doing it. Yeah. I remember being in, in Boston and I'm in the back and I'm talking to another comic named Jim McHugh and you know he's like a headliner and he's like man you should come over for me in Toronto and I'm like oh yeah bet and I pull out my calendar and I'm putting the dates in yeah, just willy nilly and then like I'm like oh wait alright uh, so what happened at the beginning when Dwayne and I were talking at the podcast yes. happened uh, we st- we the card got full and we were talking to each other, just having a nice conversation. We're actually being a, a human beings. Yeah, yes. having beings, <laughs> human beings talking, and it wasn't recording. So we for, there was a lot of foreshadowing early on. Yes, that was that was that's what we did, Dwayne. We didn't goof up. We foreshadowed. We foreshadowed. Yes, and also uh, it wouldn't be we that goofed up. It's me in the card. Um, so okay, but where we left, we also you had a nice story about how you did Conan, but you got. Um, What's it called? Bumped. Bumped. Yeah, I got bumped, yes. You got bumped because another person came, and it was cool because you were, I don't know why I'm putting all these words, we're literally doing what we said earlier. Right, I know, that's we're so crazy, trying right? Trying to recreate that's this That's amazing that, moment. that this really happened, but yeah, I got bumped by um, uh, Just, Vince McMahon and Adam Sandler. What? Yes. Okay, this was not, we did not talk about <laughs> no, that no, earlier. No. It's like my dream combo. Yeah, they both went long, and so I got. They bumped. both get to go long. They get to go long, absolutely. Yeah. They're at Who the height goes of their first powers. in this world? Um, I'm, I'm betting Sandler was the first guest because this would have been like it was '99. I feel like, uh, but I, I I see Vince having trouble going second. I can't remember. I feel like Vince went first though, but maybe maybe not. Well, you I know? can see Sandler being like, ah, man, it doesn't really matter. It's all good. And right, Vince right, is like, right. I go first only. That's interesting. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think I think Vince went first, but don't quote me. But it was sure. those two guys, though. So. Did you get to? Did you talk? I mean, you've met Sandler. I met Sandler since then. I told him yeah. about, told him the story. Yeah, yeah and, and he was and, like, "Oh uh, man, that's funny." I'm sorry, yeah. sorry, I went long. I'm sure he apologized. Sorry <laughs> he about did, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I met him at SNL one time, walking down the hallway, because uh-huh. he was showing up because uh, Andy Samberg was hosting, and they had just done some movie. Right, right. And he's my idol. And uh, he was like walked up or whatever, and I was, and he asked me a question because I was just pacing. I just found out I wasn't doing weekend update or whatever. Oh, and he's wow. like, "Hey man, how's it going?" or whatever. You know, I was like, "This place is a fucking nightmare." And he's like, "Oh no, that's not, it's, you know, yeah, sure, you know, it, it'll get better. You're all very funny. Reminding me, your name is just so sweet." Right, right. And then he, and then he was like, "Where's uh, Andy?" I was like, "He's probably up in the demon's office, like talking about oh, Lauren's wow. office." I was in such a bad mood. And then he's like, "Oh thanks." And then he left. And then I had the realization of I was like, I was just a jerk. To the man who's the reason I became a comedian. That's amazing. Yeah. So I like called out and I was like, Adam. And he like turned around. I was like, you're why I do comedy. Like it was so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. That's great. Yeah. But I think that's kind of dope. I think it's like, that's more of a you've arrived moment than, you know, yeah, that, that's than, truly like. fanning out. Well, yeah, either yeah. way, he was, yeah, he was asking direct, asking where somebody was. And I just was in a fucking bad mood. Nice. <laughs> I was like, this is, Yeah. That's this amazing. moment I've dreamt of since I was eight is happening, and I'm furious. It's almost like it would have been like almost as the uh, same version, but like hysterical. You know, he's walking down the hallway, and your jacket is stuck, like your zipper. <laughs> yeah, and you just you're like, yeah, what, yeah, what, Adam? Yeah, fine. I just, just I don't jacket. know, dude. Yeah. I don't know. 
You can help me with this jacket, otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But what a Conan. So then you did your first Conan set. Did my first Conan. Go to Montreal. Montreal. And, and then, then you came out here. Came out here and started and then, doing the thing and, you know, mainly doing a bunch of stand-up, do a premium blend, then do a half hour presents. Yeah. And what was your presents background? They didn't let us pick by the time I got oh, there. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Mine was um, Coney Island. Um, oh, really? This, the, 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 uh, the train stop, Stillwell Avenue. Oh, that's yes. like heartfelt and awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Was yeah, really for cool. us, they just did uh, our names in cursive. Which is not bad. Not bad, but know? not like, I just remember watching, watching those half hours and the background was like how they stood out to me. Yeah, yeah. You know I, what I mean? I mean, I, I get the thing of just people looking up and saying, who's this on stage? Oh, it's Brooks. Yeah, you know, sure. That's, that makes I did sense. A, I did opened with a bit about how I couldn't read cursive, so I think that's my name. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, and there were, either way, but... I still wanted to, I don't know what I would have picked because it hadn't been that in a while. Right, right, right. Um, so you come to LA and then you just start doing stand-up and auditioning and they're like, all you're going to be a movie yeah, star. All that jazz. And, and it's interesting because like even to this day, and I've done, you know, I haven't had the big hit, right, in terms of um, acting jobs, but I've done a gang of commercials, like mm-hmm. a lot, like big commercials for the... Yeah, weren't you a campa- on a campaign? Um, never was official spokesperson, oh. but I've done like... Yeah, Verizon Sprint, um, uh, American Express spot in Africa Ooh. that ran during the um, Olympics where I went to Africa to shoot it. You know? Oh, wait, during the Olympics? Yes, yes. That's nuts. Yeah, like it, it ran during the Olympics, but um, when we shot it uh, in Africa, in Tanzania, I'm looking at the map here. Dude, Tanzania is like the one place I want to go so bad because Victoria Falls. Yeah, we were around there. We were um, uh, Lake Victoria. Yeah. And we went you know, all around the Serengeti. Went to Burundi, and we, we landed, actually, we went to Kenya first. I'm looking up Nairobi, yeah. and then we may have been in Rwanda a little bit. Like, once we got there, once we got to uh, Nairobi, uh, I think we flew to Tanzania, and then after that, we were on these Cessnas flying around. Yeah. And um, just, like, little-ass Cessnas. It was Yeah, you're in the middle of Africa. Like, that's what's cool about, like, stand-up is, like, especially since you did have a corporate world job, you're right, like, right. I'm, I'm not just... And if you have a corporate world job, that's fucking dope. But, like, if you have a, a dream of chasing something else, go for it, because you might end up in a fucking Cessna right, outside right. Tanzania exactly. for no reason. And you're exactly. like, this has nothing to do with stand-up, but stand-up gave me this. A- exactly. And the um, I was we stayed one night or right off Lake Victoria. These places I'm, like, trying to remember, because I, I, I want to go back, especially if I ever get married. You know how you buy a tape of the ocean to go yeah. to sleep? It sounded just like that. Oh, it was really? so, like, I would never listen to a tape of the ocean, but this, mm-hmm. I mean, probably the best night of sleep I've ever had. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah we, um, we actually, for All Things Comedy, this podcast network, uh, we went, they filmed, uh, we went camping, me, Nick Rutherford, and Cornell Reed oh, nice. uh, up in Ventura by the ocean, and, like, we're sleeping on the ground, but you hear the ocean. It's like, yeah, it's great. It's yeah. great. It's amazing. Um, okay, yeah. So, I mean, that was your last gig that you had to, like, bail on was, like, you got Montreal and Conan and got to leave from there. Uh, you mean my, my job? I'm just trying. Yeah, the final, like, oh, corporate right, right, job right. you had. Yeah, I did Montreal. Yeah. You know, like, when I found out I got Conan, I was at my desk and they called me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, thank you. 
hung up the phone, went yeah. to the bathroom, kind of celebrated, went back to work. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, I did Montreal, kept working until yep. the end of the year. Because mm-hmm. Montreal's in the summer. Yep. It wasn't until the end of the year that I like moved. Who else? And, um, this, and then we'll uh-huh. we'll leave on this because it's also yes. always interesting to me. Who was your crew at Montreal? Who was the other new faces? Oh, yeah. Uh, good crew. Good crew. Yeah. Um, and some of these guys are really big stars now. No, yeah. That's so what, yeah. My, 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 my guy who was my guy in Boston, we were right beneath, um, like, so Dane, Patrice, Bobby Kelly, um, Bill Burr. Okay. Those were, they were right above us. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, they're like seniors, your juniors. Yeah, right, right. And um, my guy was Gary Goldman. Okay. So me and Gary did, did Montreal Gary's together. Gary's so fucking nice. Well, yeah. I, he's always at the stand, which is in New York. Right, and his right. head, he has to lean down. He's so tall. He's so he, every tall. Every time I see him, I forget how tall he is. Yeah. You know? So it was Gary Goldman, um, Daniel Tosh. Sure, he's doing all right. He's doing all right, yeah. <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias. Okay, yeah, no, I've heard of him. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, those are the big guys. Who else? Uh, I think uh, Sean Pulaski. I don't know if she was a new face. Right. Vinny, Vinny Favorito. And uh, there's a few that I'm forgetting that are also big, probably, but... It was a good. It was a good. Quick yeah, it's crop. a fun crew. Yeah, I mean, good like crew. that's who you. That's like kind of quote unquote your graduating class. Exactly. Yeah. And this is back when Montreal didn't have. Now they have like like thirty new faces or whatever. Yeah, maybe it was less than that. It was. Yeah, le- yeah. It was way less back in the day. And it was when uh, I don't know if you know the guy Chicken Michael uh, Wolf. I think it was his last name. He got he got the big deal that year. Oh okay. Like like a half a million dollar deal. Oh, I heard about. He was like yeah. the last deal or something like that. People. The last said. big one right before. I think reality TV came in and mm-hmm. just the, the model changed after him, because not, not to, because of him. It but used to be like, changed. we'll mold a show around a stand-up, Home Improvement, right, right. Seinfeld, Drew Carey show. Right. But they didn't do that with him. He, he, he had a sketch show. Okay. And that Frank Caliendo was on. All right. And um, Frank might have been that my year, too. And so, yeah, this guy, Michael Wolf, who's now passed away, but he, he, he came out strong out of Montreal. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy yeah yeah Montreal is cool is a cool spot um, yeah and then you got to come out here and you've been fucking kicking it kicking making, it ever since making yeah. fun shit ever since and yes. so, uh, Dwayne thanks for coming on and thanks talking about your me, old Thank jobs you. first murder uh, post oh that's that, right that's yeah, been involved what, yeah that was I still think about that like man. yeah you would yeah right he was a nice man <laughs> <laughs> who turned into a murder right because of a bad drug yeah um, but uh, I never know. I never know how to end the podcast. So do do you go ahead and end this episode? Okay. Um, <laughs> appreciate where you are as you think about your first job, and uh, make sure you see Brooks and me whenever we perform. I love it.